Good morning, everyone. This is My Sister's Keepers podcast, and I am Tawana Watson, the founder of My Sister's Keepers of Northeast Ohio nonprofit organization. And it is Friday, July 12th. Happy birthday to my little brother. It's his birthday today. Anyhow, it's still Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, and um, I want to continue the talks about mental health, especially among African-American people. Next week, I have a lot of, well, I have a couple of people that's going to be online with me talking about different issues as it relates to mental health with um, minorities, not only African-American, but other minorities as, as well. So today I want to talk to you about, as promised, self-care and also a little, I want to touch basis on PTSD because that is um, another one of my diagnoses. That's my secondary diagnosis. But anyway, as far as self-care goes, when you have a mental illness, and as always, I only can speak for myself. I can't speak for anybody else that has a mental illness. I only can speak for myself. For me to self-care, I have to be quiet in a quiet room. Not so much meditation, but I, for example, in the morning, I get up every morning at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I take that time I get up and I just sit in silence for about a half hour to an hour just so my thoughts could just filter out you know where they they could come into some type of rationalization because if I was to get up and just go 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 then that's going to turn into a bad day another thing I do is after work I come home or after a day or whatever I come home and I sit in silence for a half hour to an hour and I do that. I also, I see, I like to be, and this is not isolation, it's just that I like to be alone. I don't like a lot of noise, especially in the morning. And you know, right before I go to bed, I just like to just come to peace. So um, that's one form of self-care I do. Another form of self-care I do is I groom myself. Now this is very important. I groom myself very good. I make sure my hair is done. I make sure I'm dressed okay. I make sure my clothes are okay. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people with the stigma would think that a mental ill person is dirty or they stink or whatever the case may be. So taking care of myself make me feel good about myself. I'm, um, I decided to let my hair go back natural, so that's a lot of work involved in that. And, you know, it makes me feel good to get up in the morning and do that. And I know a friend of mine that has depression, she says that that's the hardest thing for her to do some days is get up in the morning and get dressed. But after she gets up in the morning and groom herself, she feels better. Another thing is eating right and exercising. Um, I walk a lot and I do yoga. And I mean, after doing that, you feel you feel good. I feel good. I should say I do my yoga and with yoga is the deep breathing and all of that and meditation. And then um, I walk a lot. And when I walk, I kind of like clear my mind when I walk. Um, also, I it's like a, a way of slowing down the thoughts when I walk and get, you know, especially on nice, nice days. And it's been really, really nice here in Cleveland as of lately. Now, it's not zero. And believe me, Cleveland gets zero below, and that's not fun. I'm saying on a nice day, just go for go for a walk. So I get my exercise that way. I'm going to go. Um, 
I want to do more aerobics and a, a lot of other stuff. But as you know, if you listen to my last podcast, I have um, pre-hypertense, hypertense, whatever. And oh, yeah, let me give you an update on what my doctor said after I finished the self-care stuff. Another thing is eating healthy. I have a real bad problem with that. <laughs> so what I'm trying to do is cut back on sweets, cut back on sugar, cut back on caffeine cut back on unhealthy stuff i've been eating more i've been eating more um vegetables and more fruits and drinking a lot more water and water has many many benefits for us i try to drink tea as you guys know because you i mean if you've been listening to following me on my podcast you know that i'm switching from coffee to tea and that helps and um also i try to Really, when it comes to eating healthy, I try to treat myself on good days. For example, if I'm doing really good, really good, not every day, but if I'm doing really good, really good at the end of the week, I'll say, okay, I'm going to have a and chocolate is my weakness. I'll have a Reese cup or something like that. So it's not like I'm cutting completely out, like going down to nothing that is great. <laughs> and delicious, but I kind of cut it out. And what me and um, David, you know, my significant other, what we started doing is starting to eat more at home instead of out. Because when we there's no kids in the house and there's grown ups in the house, you tend to eat out, and eating out is very unhealthy across the board, um, unless you get a salad or something like that. But you got to be really careful with eating out. Now, before I jump into the PTSD, and um, to explain that to you, I wanted to talk to you about my, what my doctor said. So I do have prehypertension. So what she said was not putting me on medication. We're going to try to maintain it with diet, exercise and eating right. So you guys are going to be with me because it's going to be hard for me to do this, but I'm trying and cut out all the salt, you know. The salt, I guess, is a really big thing. And for me, without salt, it has no taste. So it's taken me a lot to get used to. So that's good news there. Um, now, as far as my other diagnosis, as you know, I have OCD. The intrusive thoughts per OCD is what the, the nickname is with the intrusive thoughts and the mental torture. I also have PTSD. PTSD, um, because some really, some really traumatic stuff happened in my life. That I'm not going to get into right now, but I mean, I'm going to let you guys know, but not right now um, because I don't want to be on too long today. But the PTSD makes me not trust people, makes me not want to be around people. And before I started getting treatment, I was becoming agoraphobic where I wouldn't want to. I did not want to go outside the house. I felt unsafe going outside the house. So I would stay in the house. And when I would go out the house, I would have a panic attack. And my anxiety would get really high because I would have to go out, go outside. And it became very hard for me. And when I went to go see Dr. Shapiro, like I said, I talked to her for five minutes and she called out the OCD and she also called out the PTSD. As of right now, the Zoloft is helping a lot with that. I still get a little anxious when I'm outside because, you know, you have to it, it, it's 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 a process. You just don't get better. And I learn I'm learning that. But the PTSD, I think sometimes I have thoughts about things that happened in the past, you know, that the traumatic event, I will have a thought about it. And then I will think about it and what these people did. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to deal with people. And I have cut myself completely off from people because in my mind, dealing with people 
mean you get hurt, mean you things happen to you. So my PTSD when it, with me is comes with paranoia because if I get really stressed and I'm noticing my triggers for that now so with the OCD, if I get really really stressed out, lack of sleep is another trigger for me or or around a lot of negativity, if I get around my triggers, I start to get paranoid and I start to think that people is talking bad about me, is trying to plot against me and all oh, the list is exhausting. So going back to self-care, when you have a mental illness, you have to know your triggers. That's number one with self-care. And I should, probably should have started my self-care portion with that. If you know your triggers, you could better manage them. And let me tell you, I have a lot of triggers that I still am learning about. You know, one thing that is really funny to me, I hate cigarettes. I do not smoke at all, but I have a fear of cigarettes. If I see cigarettes on the ground or whatever, it really freaks me completely out. I also have, and I and I know a lot of you that's listening to this was like, well, I'm afraid of that too. I have a fear of dogs. I have a fear of rats. And it freaks me out. I mean, it freaks me out. If I had a mouse or a rat in my house, I would move. There is no exterminator I would move because I'm that fearful of it. And I'm, I'm that fearful of them jumping on me and and hurting me in some way, even though they're more scared of me. And I know that rationally, that they're more scared of me than I am of them. But I'm, I'd rather not deal with it. And so knowing my triggers is another por- portion of self-care for me. And um, with the PTSD and the OCD, I've learned to write things down and to say things out loud to myself, which is all a part of self-care. I mean, self-care to me is ultimate. We have to do it. We have to do it. If we're mentally ill, any type of any type of living situation, you have to exhibit some self-care. You have to. So knowing my triggers, journaling is a way of self-care. Um, getting enough sleep, like I said before, is, is for me, that's key. If I don't have enough sleep, I already know I'm going to have a bad day. So all of this is like Tawana's self-care. I also like to read novels a lot of them uh, you know Stephen King is my favorite author James Patterson just to name a few and I like to read and um so I read I like my little tv shows on investigation discovery I like watching tv I just like relaxing and and just recollecting myself and all that's part of self-care and if and I found out that if I do my self-care I feel better I have a better I have a better day. My mind is stable for the moment and when I don't do self-care it's horrible. So anyway, I'm going to end it right there. Tomorrow is Saturday, January 13th here in Cleveland. And if you're in Cleveland, we're having a mental health seminar. You could go to my website which is my sister's keeper um mysisterkeeper.business.sites and you can see all the details about that if you're in Cleveland it's a free event come out we're going to talk about different issues with different leaders also on the 27th there I'm going to do host a poetry event here in Cleveland also on the 27th I'm going to be hosting a poetry event on the podcast so if you are a poet and you want to and you have poets that center towards 
uplifting, empowering, please, please, please um, email me at ocdadvocatetawana at gmail.com and let's get you on so you, you can be heard. I have a couple of interviews coming up next week and then into the month of August. I'm going to have other people on here so you guys will only be hearing me and you could talk to you. I mean, They'll talk to you about different issues. And also, um, there you, you could call in or email a question while they're on the phone and you could talk to them that way. Um, another thing is I'm still writing my book, which will be finished and available in December. It's called Embrace the Journey. It's my personal journey with mental illness and how I'm dealing with it. I'm also on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. And I'm definitely on Twitter. So, I mean, you could get, get in touch with me at OCD, uh, OCD Advocate Tawana. I'm working on my peer, uh, my peer, uh, my peer support certificate here in, um, here in Ohio, which will be complete in August. And, you know, then that's going to open up a lot of opportunities. Again, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me and this podcast. Thank you for just listening to me ramble on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Friday, a great weekend, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a good one. Bye.